Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. She does have details on that, but she also, what we have not got into yet, Slee, is that we may need to collect uh, some funds for her because she's <laughs> having car trouble again. <laughs> and I... Yeah. I, did did I go like full dad mode on you this morning? Yes, it was good dad mode, and it was also very <laughs> helpful and something to consider. Though I did already have this discussion with my dad. I'm sure you did. Because <laughs> like whenever something happens and I get the quote, I get whatever else, I, I kind of know what I need, and then I, I'll call my parents and just make sure that I'm making the right decision. But yeah, so um, after I came home from uh, going back east for the holidays... My car wouldn't start. So this was Sunday again. morning. It wouldn't feel, start again. I, I feel like again is an important part of that story. Right. Yeah. And it was so dead, I couldn't even open the trunk to get my jumper cables out. So it was like, that's how dead the car was. So my roommate came, jumped my car, drove to work. Can you and- jumper cable the trunk? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but I'm picturing like an you. action movie where it explodes. In the, 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 what are you doing? Just trying to get the jumper cables. Yeah. So then I worked uh, awesome. the Rams game on Sunday, and then the Rams game on Sunday. I, um, you know, I, I we worked the game. I was here probably for like six, seven hours, whatever, however long it would be. Tyler Whitman, who is our board out for the Rams game, had to then jump my car. After the game. Ugh. So that's fun. Uh, and so then I was like, okay, I'm going to go get it checked out. The day after the game, uh, the place I go get my auto stuff, it was closed. So I went yesterday. Yesterday when I told them what was happening, they're great people. I like to feel this audio auto shop a lot. They seem to shoot to me straight and have been really uh, nice to me when I've gone there. I go. Well, you're a regular. You should have like yeah, a subway card. I was going to say, punch you, buy, yeah, buy yep. ten transmissions. Get the she goes right in the front free. of the line. Right, Emily. Exactly. Where you and been? this is it's like been two it's weeks. not even just this car. It's been every car that I've driven or owned. And uh, yeah, so then um, you know they check it out. I, I come back and they say so. Um, you know, it wasn't necessarily that your battery is bad. It's that there's something in my door that is not registering that my door is closed. So it is draining the battery um, while I'm driving and also while I'm parked because my car won't lock. And it anyway. So I have to get something in my door fixed. But then they were also like, and, and your brakes are like two millimeters, like all of them. So, so. Here, here's what I'm hearing, Emily. Uh, uh, your car is how many years old? My car is a 2013, so nearly 10 years old. Okay, so it's got a 10-year-old car that yeah. is undergoing a series of mechanical issues that and and you know routine maintenance issues like brakes and tires and things like this. Yep. You need to figure out how much that car is worth. You need to figure out how much the repairs are going to cost you. You yeah. need to figure out what you're paying each month for this car mm-hmm. and figure out if it actually wouldn't be cheaper for you. Because what's going to happen is you're going to replace these things, and six months from now, something else is going to go, and you could right. be in a different car. So I, Here's the I've, problem, the used car market. I mean, yes. You know this. Used car market, not great. Sheesh. Still looking. And <laughs> Just waiting for the right deal. This is, and, you can make me an offer on your car, Emily. I, I, I may I may take you up on this. Hey, listening. I, my, my payment is affordable for me, and that's the main yeah. thing for me right now, is that I don't think I can necessarily take on a larger Chip her off, amount. Al. 
but <laughs> we'll see. I think that I do trust this place. That they're doing the best thing possible. It's not it's not that fault, but it is just a you know car stuff. Sucks. Speaking of uh, cars, so got my car back. You got it back. Got my car back. Woo-hoo. If I told you the now, listen. This went through insurance, and there's. I guess there's a clause as part of insurance. If you have like nothing to do with it, this won't go against me, right? It's not going against, I, my insurance is not going to go up because there was a tire rolling in the middle of the freeway in Irvine <laughs> that I had no control over, okay? Okay. What do you think? Sure, there was. What do you think? I made it all up. You should actually make up a similar story yes. and your car will be in good shape. What do you think the total damage was when I got my car back? Would they charge to the insurance company? Yes. And that includes the deductible. My deductible was a thousand bucks. Five. So you got uh, your front fender replaced. Yep. Front headlight. fender replaced. Headlight. And a lot of there was a lot of wiring yeah. that was well, sure demolished. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in the process, we got five over here. I go. I was wondering. Did try you say one five grand? Is that what you said, Emily? That's my guess. Yeah, her guess is five. Based on That's, what I'm going to have to. Pay. That feels about right. Okay. That, I, I'll. Go over or under five. I'll go fifty five hundred. Taylor, any guess over there? Four thousand. Um, twelve G's, my friends. It was what? twelve thousand dollars. Jesus, it was twelve thousand dollars. I thought my insurance was going to call me and be like, "We basically can changed our mind. We could set up a foundation <laughs> for a new home based on these twelve thousand dollars. We could add a slab of concrete." That's and build wild. a new home, twelve thousand. They paint. They would give you a new engine, new <laughs> transmission. I was. What else was trunk in there? works? Trunk. I open it anytime <laughs> no I need jumper it. Jumper cable. But free. I, I will say it was pretty damn nice to get. You know, you, you don't have your car for a while. You're accustomed to everything. Get back in the car, folks. That is twelve grand. Absolutely crazy. All right, a quick update on Demar Hamlin, and the quick update is there is not yeah, an update yeah. that we are pretty much where we were yesterday with a couple of very small positive signs that uh, people close to DeMar Hamlin, uh, family members and spokespeople have said things like there are promising readings, that's a quote, uh, promising signs of progress, that's another quote, that his oxygen levels have improved. Um, Again, but when you hear that, does that mean they went from terrible to slightly less terrible or from good to very we just there's just not a ton of new information still in the icu still sedated and um still you know obviously in a a great deal of of medical distress and we're still waiting to hear what happens next yeah we'll we'll take that quote the signs of improvement and just kind of run with that and and hopefully it's only going to get better as we go along and um did you want to play that yeah, yeah. this is from yesterday uh, dr benjamin abella who joined max kellerman and jay will on kjm yesterday and and to me alan i think you feel the same way this is reassuring in the way that the lack of information is not atypical yeah so so brain function and survival track pretty closely and what i mean by that is the longer you're down the less chance of survival. And if you do survive, the more risk of brain injury. So it's really, uh, unfortunately, going to be touch and go. He was down long enough that there is a significant risk of brain injury. Now, that said, I do this work for a living, and I see many patients in his exact situation make full recovery. So it is at least possible. 
Uh, I can't say probable or not. There's so many factors. For example, the quality of CPR has a big role. What his underlying condition may have been that caused the cardiac arrest will play an important role. So, so there's many factors that we are not yet fully aware of, and I'm, I'm sure the physicians in Cincinnati will be forthcoming in, in the next few days. I will say this, that it will take days. Brain recovery from cardiac arrest is slow. And I suspect we actually may not learn much more today on his condition. Patients are usually comatose. They're usually in an ICU setting. They're often sedated. And the care for the brain after cardiac arrest occurs over several days. One of the key treatments is something known as targeted temperature management, where the brain is actually cooled slightly, and this improves the healing process. So again, that's Dr. Benjamin Abella talking about uh, the injury to Damar Hamlin and the fact that you know this can take several days, if not longer, before you get any meaningful updates on his condition. Yeah, it's it's um it's been a uh, interesting, I think, for all of us, right? Last uh, forty eight hours or so, however you want to describe it, and different. Uh, you know, we we did crosstalk yesterday, and it's we spent three hours talking as best as we can about it, and you could tell you bringing it up to Mace and bringing it up to Ramona. Um, it's just uh, it's kind of changed perspective on sports. Like I, I think it will take time to obviously, and you're hoping for obviously the best in this situation. But it, but just it changes, Trav. It changes your perspective on everything. We look at sports the way we watch it and we view it and we analyze it, and we're complaining about USC's defense yeah. and whatever the case is. It makes it brings a light of it to where you're like, all right, yeah, that stuff's not all important, and obviously not nearly as important. Not a, a million miles as important as Demar Hamlin's health. But the league says that they are. They're, they're working towards trying to figure out what to do with the schedule from this point forward because the, the last games of the season are going to be a couple on Saturday. Yeah. The rest of the schedule will be played on Sunday. Sunday. Mm-hmm. You still have the outstanding game from Monday night that this is not a game between the Houston Texans and the Chicago Bears that did not bear any sort of you know uh, ramifications on seeding and playoffs. And it's just it's very important to what happens in the postseason. Mm-hmm. And the NFL has an incredibly complicated puzzle to try to put together in a very short period of time. Which they will figure out and, you know, whatever they come up with, it's a circumstance nobody wants to be in and you gotta kinda just roll with the and punches. I think you said it too that I, I think everybody okay, I get it. There, yeah. there there is no perfect answer for this. There is no oh, of course, do it like that. Yeah. It'll be yeah, but this guy's getting the sh- it we understand why it will and, figure and itself out. It'll figure itself out along the way. All so right, we'll go we back. have a yeah. good suggestion for a new segment. So I, I, we can talk about that in the next segment. All right, we'll do that too. Plus, we got the phone calls. Uh, a lot of people Trevor want to talk Bauer about Trevor Bauer and yeah. what what the Dodgers should do with him. They got to make a decision here in relatively short order mm-hmm. about what they're going to do next. That's coming up. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. So we got a great suggestion from one of our listeners. I don't like it. Was, uh, Chris Reader uh, is his um, handle on Twitter. He says, listening to Trav's car advice just now makes me think that we need a new segment. It's called uh, Trav's Dad Advice. And he says, where Trav doles out useful tips to youngsters, <laughs> like always rotate your tires, get your advice. fries without salt so that you have a Don't fresh stay batch. overnight at the Rose Bowl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think you have, good you, you have great little nuggets good. of advice. That yeah. Well, first get of all, angry doing it too. I, well, I get angry at home. Like my my actual children have to bear the brunt of my angry dad stuff that comes along. For instance, I got in Michael's. I think I told you this. <laughs> the, the smoking we got that fixed. That but okay. this was I don't if know, you six did tell me, it, I could have forgotten. You, you that, may have. This may be new for you, Al. You never know. Um, I get in the car. I'm driving it down the street, and the car is just like pulling hard to the right. So clearly, the alignment is super out of whack, right? And so. I get out of the car, I see it, and the tires have been worn uneven. Like, okay, great. So now I got to get an alignment fix, and I got to get new tires, the whole thing. And I'm like, hey, did you not feel that the car like basically makes a right hand turn by itself? <laughs> and he's like, is it not supposed to do that? I'm like, no. I, oh, is this I the was, same child that was smoking? Yes, and then know yes, about- yes. I was <laughs> singling the whole time. <laughs> It's like if you have to actively turn it to the left to get it to go, that's not how, like, when you drive my car, it doesn't do that. When you drive your mom's car, his left forearm is so in shape, just holding holding the steering wheel to just go straight. Any of the lights on your dashboard come on, if there's smoke coming out of your dashboard, if the car turns without the wheel being turned, you need to tell me these things. Just, I, I don't feel like you understand that you don't just take it to the garage and they fix it for free. This costs me every time to, we take the car there, we pay for it. To um, answer the suggestion, great idea to have <laughs> Travis's dad advice on a I learned it by watching you. regular basis. <laughs> we'll, we'll have a stager in which we include that and then, we'll, we'll, you know, whenever you have it. Yeah. You're right. Don't go, skip the Rose Parade. Go to the Rose Bowl every time you get a chance. Go to the football game, the pageantry yeah. of the game. Every the, the tail, everything about it is terrific. The parade. Trust me Bro, when I, I tell you. I cheated. Skip it. I Watch cheated. Watch on TV. Walk ten minutes. I'm like, this is cool. Have you, you. Uh, one more band. You okay, guys let's get out of here. Grew up outside of Southern California, right. so I understand the attraction of that parade of, of somebody who grows up in the Midwest and it's very cold in January. You grow mm-hmm. up in the East Coast and it's very cold and it's seventy degrees on January, but. It's just horses and marching bands and a bunch of flowers. Like I, I get it. it. They've been doing it for a long it's time. Just happiness. But it's, and, and it's those. <laughs> and it's those. Um, those schools, right? Like you got obviously a lot of people. Utah, sure. a lot of Penn State. They're all go there. The like okay, hey, no, they're, they're going to the parade. Skip the parade is and what then I'm going saying. to the game. Hey, dad, can I, my my dad, advice. You, you're going to be cold. You're going to be miserable. You're going to. You're not. You're going to want to come home yep. at twelve thirty. No, I won't. I'll be fine. <laughs> uh, you know, Ted's gone. John's gone. Bob's gone. We're going to have a good time. It's you know. Fine, go ahead. 
Good. How was it? Awful. You know what was just so great about your voice when you were 16 is it's Michael's voice. <laughs> well, we're all the same. It doesn't the, 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 the genes are strong Michael's in, the, voice. So, in the Rogers family. Speaking of the Rose Bowl, I've been doing all day uh, trivia based off of the 2006 Rose Bowl between Texas and USC. So my next trivia question is, so there was a uh, pregame broadcast on ESPN slash ABC, and it said... And um, only one analyst chose Texas to win. So which analyst chose Texas to win the game? That's going to be answered in the next segment. All right. I have follow-up questions. Is th- this a all, regular they... part of their broadcast team, or is this somebody they brought in special for the national This is a regular person okay. on the broadcast team. I have a good guess. So I think it was all the same guys that were. Yeah, they've been. Th- those guys have been there. It's it's. Probably Fowler so at the time, Herb, Herb Street, Street um, Corso, Corso, yep, Des, uh, th- th- that whole right, group so of guys. One of those guys. Yeah, pr- probably m- more than likely. Okay. I'm going to say Corso. I'm going to guess Lee Corso. I don't know. Other yeah. side. We will find out. <laughs> All right. So Trevor Bauer reinstated by uh, an arbiter. Yep. He uh, is a member of the Dodgers again. The Dodgers are responsible for a very large chunk of money. He is still a very, very, very good major league pitcher, and he comes with a lot of baggage. There were very ugly accusations against him. Um, no charges were filed against him. It's it's a mess. And now the Dodgers need to figure out what they're going to do next. And Dodger fans are – we didn't even ask for calls out. They just started to come in. People people have thoughts on Trevor yeah. Bauer and how they want to do this. He's, uh, by the way, will turn 32 in a couple of weeks. So still obviously relatively young. Um, but hasn't pitched in a while. By the way, that that part, and I, I don't know this, Trav. I don't. When when you're suspended, or you miss 194 games, mm-hmm. he did win the Cy Young in what 2020. He's really good. I just that much time away from the game and not playing at all, and you did not have any injuries. I, I does that? What? It's almost like a wash, right? They, I mean, he's probably not going to be super sharp. Yeah, but he didn't get hurt. He didn't miss time because he was down. I'm sure he took care of his body. I'm yeah. sure that he yeah. threw. You know, you're not facing major league hitters, but I'm sure he was working. Put it this out. way, he'll have a lot of attention if the Dodgers decide he'll, he's gone. He'll get mm-hmm. a lot of guys out. He's still he's still able to do that for sure. Let's go to Redondo Beach and Matt. Matt, you're on with Travis Lee. What's going on, Matt? Hey, good afternoon, you guys. Um, just really quickly, like the Dodgers' success over the last eight years is is fully based on chemistry. I mean that that team just got along, and he was our, It was already, you know, we already had difficult times signing him in the first place. And more than any other sports team in LA, I mean, I'm born and raised in LA. The Dodgers, to me, say family. And you think of players like Jackie Robinson, Sandy Koufax, Fernando, Clayton Kershaw, and ultimately, what would Vin Scully say? Like this just doesn't sit right. And if half of the Dodger fans don't want it, that's way too many. It's. It's part of the equation for sure, right? I, I don't know if any one person's opinion would swing out, but if Matt's point is the right point, if there's a significant portion, and we could debate what significant is in this situation, but if there's a lot of people like, look, man, I just can't. I, I said to you during the break, I would be far more comfortable having Carlos Correa as a member of the Dodgers than I would be Trevor Bauer. And and I can't even tell you exactly, because Trevor Bauer was not charged with a crime. Carlos Correa stole something from the Dodgers. But being a dishonest sportsman in the Mm -hmm. case of Carlos Correa, to me, is more digestible. As much as I loathe what he did, Mm -hmm. 
than having Trevor Bauer on my team. I just I just don't feel comfortable with that. I think a lot of people would share my opinion. I, I'm going to go back to this. and I, Look, he's eventually going to pitch somewhere. Sure. Right? He's going to eventually pitch somewhere. Of course. Um, if I'm the Dodgers, I'm allowing that to happen somewhere else. I'm also kind of you know taking that situation and saying, all right, look, um, when he originally signed with the Dodgers, it wasn't like it was a quiet signing. It wasn't that there weren't some stuff that were already out there where you could be questioning the chemistry. I'll go back to something you said a half hour ago, Clayton Kershaw. When it, it, were players coming out talking about how excited they were to be with Trevor Bauer? But I'm, I'm, I'm going to also present it this way. I think the Dodger fans that are saying, guys, I don't look at sports as these are the figures that I want my children to be. I want the, I just want my squad to win. That's what I think some Dodger fans are saying. And I'm, I'm look, I'm, I already said it earlier. I hope the Dodgers decide, guys. The Trevor Bauer situation that page it turned already. That that was over a year plus ago. We just now officially have to decide by Friday, which I will tell you, it's been a. F- How long has it been now? It's been a. Over a week? At least, yeah. Well, and, and quite frankly, they knew that this was a possibility for a year, right? right. It, Does the waiting, and because we're Wednesday, Friday's when they have to make a decision by, that makes me think that it's not as easy of a decision that you would have thought before. Unless, unless they're playing poker, right? The, the decision could be where they're keeping their decision very close to the vest because- okay. Maybe they are trying to trade him. Maybe they are trying to move him, and they've got a handful of teams that are interested. Everybody knows that you're selling low, right? Everybody knows that if, if in fact, you are taking offers for him, then you're getting a fraction of his baseball value. And if they, if you already said, look, I'm doing it, then you're going to get even less. Maybe they're – because there's no way that the Dodgers got the decision from the arbiter and said – Okay, let's figure out what we're going to do. I'm sure, sure they knew what they plan were going to do. Plan A, B, C, D, if, and e if he's not reinstated, if yeah. he is, if it's this timeline that they had all of those pre- decisions uh, pre-made along the way. Let's go to Los Angeles and Chris. Chris, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Chris? Hey guys. Uh, first of all, this is a very complex topic to me, so I'm glad you actually brought it up. The difference to me between Correa and Bauer is that Correa was cheating, like you said, Travis, and Bauer. And, and let's not get this wrong. He admitted to the behavior of slapping and punching this woman. It was the issue was just consent. So for me as a fan, it's it's conflicting because even when you first brought it up, I'm thinking, oh yeah, sure, you know, whatever someone does in their own home, fine, let's bring him back. But then as I was driving, I'm thinking, well, if he were alleged to be a pedophile, I'd say absolutely not. So that means I'm okay with a woman even consensually being hit and beaten during sex, and that made me think about myself like wow what kind of person am i so it's extremely in my opinion um conflicting and i think that's why it's going to be 51 49 and vice versa because it's not an easy answer and it's not and 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 thank you for the call perspective and and it's not and i think this is why and i'll put myself in this group i i think this is how the dodgers will go but I'm, i'm guessing here yeah i think it's one of those i don't want to deal with this it's it's probably a bad baseball decision i shouldn't say probably it is a bad baseball decision it's it's probably a decision that at least a half of your fans or a decent percentage of fans are gonna be like what are you doing you're letting a very good player walk out the door he wasn't even charged with a crime i get it it's it's Mm -hmm. a very reasonable position to have me and and i 
guessing the Dodgers say, great, you're right, but we no. We're 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 gonna turn the page. We're gonna go Let's to the next on. thing. Yep. Let's go to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Are we gonna find a pitcher as good as him? Almost certainly no, mm-hmm. but we're gonna live with it. I, I said to you during the break, Al, I think that sounded if, good. Everything that you just said, if that was the explanation. Yeah. You know how sometimes you just wait to how does something sound and feel? Yeah. That sounded good. Yeah. That that way that you described it, and if that's how the the decision that the Dodgers made what would be incredibly weird is, guys, he's back. Uh, he's going to be a part of the Dodgers organization, and you know, get ready for spring training. That would be odd. It would be odd. But okay, I'm going to play devil's advocate. Yeah, here. do it. it. It's not an, an outrageous position to stake out. Mm-hmm. It's not an outrageous to say. Listen, he was involved with a person. They had a consensual relationship. He was char- he was accused of something, and no charges were ever filed. An arbiter has determined that he's eligible to come back to baseball. He he's a member of our team, mm-hmm. and we're going to let him play for us. It, it doesn't feel good, but it's not an outrageous position to take. I, me, I, I'd rather watch him go pitch for the San Francisco Giants and win a bunch of games and shut out the Dodgers three or four times just to find you, you can have him. I, I just I just I I, I can't. There, there are some things that you can get with, and there are some things that you can't. I, I, this one makes me feel incredibly uncomfortable knowing the accusations and yeah. knowing how the whole thing went down. And yeah. it just, it just doesn't sit right. I, I, um, I think you're, for somebody who a few weeks ago, before um, Correa signed with the Giants and then signed with the Mets and then still hasn't signed. That's weird, uh, by yeah, the that's way. and we still got that's that's a whole different topic there. For somebody like you that was making the case, like, look, they need a shortstop. I want to see the Dodgers win, right? That was the case that you were making, that you had um, two great shortstops in two in two consecutive years that have left the Dodgers. Seager went to the Rangers, and uh, Trey Turner goes to the Phillies. When you, when you were making that kind of claim, in my head, I'm like, all right, I don't know what else to say. We All, all I've heard from Dodger fans is they've been bashing Correa for how long since, obviously, since the news came out that they cheated and everything else, and now they all of a sudden want them on his team. I do agree that this does feel different and that that this scenario when the dust settles and it all plays out, if you're the Los Angeles Dodgers and you have to make a case to the 51% or 50% or 49% or whatever percentage of fans that, no, 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 it's okay because. You got to kind of put your, no, 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 everything's okay because. And then, you know, the LA Times is going to write something. Everybody's going to go right back into the story from the original, from when it originally started. It doesn't sound like one of those situations where you could say, well, all that matters is winning. It doesn't. And and just to turn the page and say it's okay. It feels like it would be easier to just say, you know what, we're going to give him his money. We're going to we're going to try to find a place for him to play. We're going to try and to let get, another team deal we're with let that. Somebody headache. deal with the stuff that comes along with having him pitch for your baseball team. It, it it just feels more satisfying. It feels more manageable. And and the other side, I, I, I actually didn't it. know. I just don't com, agree coming with into it. today. I didn't know if your take on this was going to be more along the lines of Al. Was not charged. Yeah, he served wasn't. 194 games. He did, and the Dodgers need a starting pitcher. They do, and he is on their roster. He is part of their team. I didn't know which one you're going to take. Yeah, it's it's complicated. We'll take some more phone calls as well. Plus, um, the SC thing is we, we're right back where we started. 
it went from this team stinks to hey they might win it all to hey what the hell's going on and that what three weeks that's fun yeah, about three weeks that's <laughs> coming up next it's travis lee 710 espn now let's talk about the play of the week the pressure to follow up hypnotic and cognac weighing heavy on the team hypnotic was in the cup blue and ready for the play and boom Añejo tequila came in with a smooth assist to hypnotic's tropical fruit finish shaken strained poured it was green and good the playmaking splash shifted the tempo another great cocktail from the hypnotic team every season is hypnotic and tequila season hypnotic liqueur bardstown kentucky 17 percent alcohol by volume hypnotic reminds you to think wisely drink wisely this podcast is proud to be supported by jets pizza the number one pick in detroit style pizza why it's simple Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, so that is the voice of Lee Corso. So to answer the question they're doing all day, trivia regarding USC and Texas, um, Lee Corso was the only analyst to pick Texas to win the game. That was was a huge pick. Were you? Yeah. I was just going to guess there. Well, you go back to that, and I don't know if you remember this or not, but they obviously, SC, had run the table the year before. And at the beginning of the season, they haven't played a game yet, right? So the, the the season that ended with them losing to Texas in the Rose Bowl, the beginning of that year, opening day, the ESPN was already doing a feature, is this the greatest college football team of all time? They hadn't mm-hmm. played a game yet. And then they'd win, and it's like they'd compare them to this great team or that great team. And every week it was a comparison to another legendary mm-hmm. college football team. And Texas kept winning too. They won every single week as well. And it, there was an afterthought. I don't want to say an afterthought, but they were thought to be significantly less talented and less dangerous than the USC team. And then blankety blank number ten showed up, and it's like, oh, well, well, that's that's different. <laughs> That guy's pretty good, <laughs> and he just—I don't want to say single-handedly because there are a lot of other great players on the no, Texas but there's, team. There's, there's well, <laughs> my God, it was—he was so good that night. And it not—I know that he's going for the corner. He's got that moment. Yes, he ran the ball. Be- yeah, he passed the ball beautifully too. He mm. was terrific in the he pocket. He was like slow motion too on his runs. Yeah, everything was just so smooth. He's so big. His strides are so long. They it's lost just, two games in three years. Uh, yeah, I think that's right. <laughs> I think that's right. Well, you know the the knock on it. Mm-hmm. So that run where they had the Matt Leinart run, right? The three years that that those guys were together. Yeah. Um, the first year they won the national championship. It was a split national title, right? They didn't get into the B. I think there was the BCS at the time. They played Michigan in the Rose Bowl and were awarded the AP national championship they did not win the bcs so Mm. the other side is well they you actually didn't win it the next year they did they Mm -hmm. just destroyed i believe it was oklahoma in the orange bowl 13 and 0 right the next year and this like well back to back to back and they get beat in the final game of the season theoretically they won one right they 
two, arguably, but the third one, which felt like money in the bank, never happened yeah, because you Vince, so, Vince Young was that good. Why I love this game, too, is it's one of the first football games I remember watching. Mm. I remember, like, going to, I was in, like, art class the day before, <laughs> and I was just talking to my friends about the game last night. <laughs> well, the first <laughs> iPad ever created. She's watching it. Right, and I, and I was talking to my friends at the art table, being like, did you guys watch the game last night? And it was so cool. I, my dad let me stay up and watch it. I, that's why I think I had such, like, fuzzy feelings around this game, because it was the first time I was like, this is really cool. There, There is something about that. Do you, because as you were telling that story, I was trying to think, like, I don't, I don't remember, like, the first game. But I remember it was a really special treat that when my mom and dad would let me stay up during Monday Night Football to hear Howard Cosell do the halftime highlights. That that was the thing, right? When I was late 70s, early 80s, there was no you know, like NFL primetime. There was certainly no red zone or anything like that. That you would see the highlights from the week on Monday night. It happened, I don't know, three or four minutes long. And Howard Cosell would narrate these highlights, and it was awesome it was so cool and i were like you were like emily was saying i remember going to school and they, you guys see howard my, my, my dad let me stay up last night i got to see highlights with howard cosell it was terrific just awesome you guys want to go to the rose bowl <laughs> don't go to the parade do not go to the parade um so sc al yeah here, here's here's the timeline they blow out paul hackett long overdue the team is just stuck in the mud they're four and eight. They have not been a, a good team really since Sam Darnold won the Rose Bowl against Penn State. Um, Lincoln Riley shockingly takes the job, kind of out of nowhere, and they give him half a Malibu and yep. all the money. Yep. And, and and he comes in. It's like he owns sixty percent right. of Six Flags, <laughs> Magic Mountain, and then he he comes in. I'm a member and. Gets Caleb Williams and gets this player and gets that player. And it's like, oh, you know, they might be pretty good. They start off and they're really good. And they're getting better and better. And then you realize, hey, they actually may be ahead of schedule. Then they lose to Utah. It's like, yeah, they can't stop anybody. Okay, this is back back to what we thought it would be. And they start winning games again. And, they, and Caleb Williams is terrific week after week after week. Then they find their way into the top four. They finally get in. They're going to the Pac-12 chain. Here we go. The, yep. the run of SC dominance oh, and, starts and all over again. And it's a real – I mean, that yes. train is moving. Moving. Absolutely. They lose by giving up 47 points to Utah this time. That was after giving up 43. The first time. The first time. Yeah. Then they go into the Cotton Bowl on New Year's Day and give up 46 to Tulane, blow a 15-point lead uh, inside of two minutes, give up 45 points to UCLA before the, 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 the Notre Dame game, and just a series of 40-point explosions against them. And now we're right back to, uh, are they going to win anything because they can't stop anybody on defense? It happened in a year and even more so in like a month. So it does feel like, and I, we could go back uh, four and eight last year and we could spend some time talking about, all right, they're moving in the right direction, right? You got the coach. If there's one thing you need in college football, go get the coach. They got the coach. They, that, that's something that you could check that off the list. They got the right guy. Um, I today, you know, I, I try to ask you this question when they lost to Utah and did not make it to the Final Four, right? I asked you the question at the time, Trev, I mean, this is, look, they're not even going to go to the Rose Bowl. Mm -hmm. So all that hype that we had just came to a halt. You're like, just give, give it, it a, a couple of months. Give it a minute. Because Caleb Williams is probably going to go win the Heisman. This was before he won it. He yep. won and won the Heisman. There's one player representing as the best player in college football, and he's wearing USC colors, right? 
And then it was, okay, is he going to play in this? Is he going to play in that Cotton Bowl game? Is it really that big of a deal? Is it important? I think if you just ask kind of the worst case scenario over these last few weeks, SC did it. To have the best case scenario and finish with the worst case scenario, I think they accomplished both of those in a span of one season, which maybe in a couple months you kind of start looking at that car and you start buffing it out and we'll start shining again. Yeah. But I think at least for right now, you're looking at SC a lot different than you were looking at him three weeks It'll, ago. It, no question, because it what they could have lost to Tulane if they lose to Tulane twenty one to twenty, seventeen to fourteen. Even if you lose to him thirty one to twenty eight, kick, guy kicks guy kicks a forty five yard field goal at the buzzer to beat you. But you know it's one touchdown, whatever. It was as in like it, the the way they lost yeah. is a little bit different well, than here's what here's here's the numbers again. They give up forty six to Tulane. In their two losses to Utah, they gave up 43 and 47. They gave up 45 to UCLA and escaped with a win. That game very easily could have been a UCLA win. They gave up 533 yards in the Pac-12 championship. They gave up 539 yards in the Cotton Bowl. There are 131 Division I college football teams. USC had the 119th best defense. Okay, There are only 12 teams in the country with a worst. This is USC. This isn't Tulsa. This wow. isn't App State. This is Division One football. All of them. SC, only 12 teams worse than USC? Really? And, and now I, I agree with both of the things you said. When we get back to spring ball and Caleb Williams is running around, you're like, yep. yeah, let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's go. The problem is the first time they give up 35 points to an opponent, we're like, here we go again. Mm-hmm. And until you see that kind of go well, The problem away, is it's the same problem. And it's attached to the same coach. Before he even got here, it was mm-hmm. the same problem. And you you said it going back to the middle of the season. Like, why don't they just tell him? And he's, yeah, I mean, you're, you're 100% right. But how often do we see people do the same stupid thing over and over again? He clearly has not addressed his inability to get the right kids in, in on the defensive side of the ball or the right assistance sure. on that side sure. of the Some part of that equation is not right, and it's not a new problem. By the way, got a little bit of breaking news here. Uh, breaking news, by the way, of course, brought to you by Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Uh, LeBron James out tonight versus Miami. Team says it's a non-COVID illness. Uh, Valvoline Instant Oil Change, home of the 15-minute drive through oil change. Visit SoCalOilChange.com for locations and coupons today. All right, so you're taking on the Miami Heat. Mm-hmm. You're not going to have Anthony Davis, and you're not going to have uh, – you and I were talking about a little bit earlier, LeBron's numbers have just been ridiculous. I don't need to go on through fire. them. I want to say 35 a game over the last 10 games that AD's been out. And, oh, by the way, 50-plus percent from the field. <laughs> um, yeah, that just, I guess, kind of falls back to what we were talking about earlier. Can you keep your head above water without AD? Well, if you don't have LeBron James, I don't know how you do that. It, it, you don't, yeah. is, the, is the short answer. That they're barely keeping their heads above water, I think, is a testament to what LeBron's been mm-hmm. able to do. But mm-hmm. it's also, and again, non-COVID illness is always kind of one of those vague, you could have the flu, you could have a bad, who knows what it is, right? Yeah. You, just, you just don't know. But LeBron misses games periodically. Anthony Davis misses games frequently. And these are probably things that were will continue to be the same. When, when it's been the same for a couple of years, I'm not going to expect them to be different for the rest of this year or next year. And it brings back the same questions that we're talking about, maybe for slightly different reasons. But is this the core that you want to go all in on? Is this the core that you sacrifice 
draft picks years from now to try to fix a problem that's right here that might not be entirely fixable anyway, they're in exactly the same spot they were for slightly different reasons. When AD, when he eventually makes his return and he does come back, you got to be thinking it's in at least a couple weeks from now. And I I think the question, Trav, is going to be, it's going to take time for AD to come back. Well, is then AD going to be, it's not you want him back and he's giving you 22 and 9 a game. He was 34 and 17 a game. Is that going to, you know, how long is it going to take for that to come back? So we'll have to wait and see. Raider Rubin just tweeted us and says, Trav, did you just refer to Clay Helton as Paul Hackett? Maybe. Did I? I might have. I I would would counter uh, Raider Rubin by saying, what's the difference? (laughs) (laughs) I may have misspoke and and misidentified Clay Helton as Paul Hackett. And again, I ask you, what is the difference? Well, we have no way of knowing. There's no way to go back to any of the stuff that we do. It's all the same. There was a 30 for 30 on it as well. See? I mean, they have the receipts. Yeah, look, they record things around here. I was going to go back and check. <laughs> you don't do that. Well, it's right there. Taylor did it for I you. I was so altered. confident to do that in that game where the picks, and I'm like, oh, no, they were right. They were exactly right. <laughs> oh, we're still two weeks behind on that. I need to look at that, too. Oh, you don't have... worry. Darn. Emily did really well the last did you? time we picked it. Yeah. Oh, good. I'll, I'll, I'll do it during the next break. We got the dump coming up. So happy and a for you. Super cross. It looks like Clinton Yates is in the house. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy 19th birthday to Victor Wembayama, who turns 19 years old today. I bet you Victor Wembayama is enjoying his life so far. I'd say so. <laughs> I bet you that things are looking up for him. I think he's past his prime, personally. <laughs> so Lakers don't 19 need 19 years old. And the whole he's world 19 years old. is just waiting to be explored. Did I tell you the story? I think I mentioned to you when Lakers were in Vegas mm-hmm. and they had their preseason game there. Uh, he showed up and he's sitting just basically... Maybe like six, one row back, six, seven seats away from Braun and Anthony Davis. Okay. Bro, if you just look at everybody, he was just starting to get his name known where everybody's like, all right, yeah, who's this guy? He's going to be drafted number one. He's how big, 7'4", but plays like KD or whatever it is. Even Braun and Anthony Davis were like, hey, look who it is. Wow. Isn't that insane? Star star power. That is just it, he that is definitely crazy. has star power. No, no two ways about it. However, let's just wait and see. We we've seen it so many times. A little bit too much of a stick figure for you. Well, you just super tall and very thin is not the greatest combination in the world. Well, and and we've had we've seen him. You you remember Todd Van Poppel? Of course, right? Todd Van Poppel. He's he's the next coming. He's Roger Clemens and Nolan Ryan together. He pitched like six minutes in the big leagues. Well, this is what's unique about this. I'm not saying that there aren't players. Zion. Everybody knew about Zion, right? So, but Zion was. He played a year in college, so you got to kind of actually see him and watch him a little bit. We've been talking about Victor a year before the draft. Mm-hmm. Right. So it almost kind of makes you think of Braun when he was on the cover of Sports Illustrated, whatever it was, 
Uh, we'll see what, what For every happens. LeBron, Tiger, and Serena, there are dozens of other can't-miss guys that For miss sure. by a mile. Yeah. That miss by a or mile. Or guys who just turn into regular guys, yeah. which is something that we see with some regularity these days, too. Like, well, okay, they're in the league, but you know, was it worth the number one overall pick? I don't know. We'll throw this in the dump real quick, just because we didn't get a chance to talk about it at all yesterday. Donovan Mitchell just put up 71. And they got drug tested immediately afterwards, yeah. which is hilarious. Like, yeah. wh- wherever, whatever drugs you got that allow you to put up 70, give, give, me one, give me one of those. I'll go search the shelves myself for that drug. My favorite is it's just random. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah sure. Okay. All right, it's okay. just random. I, I'm, I'm sure Donovan Mitchell is as clean as the freshly driven snow. Okay, let me just stipulate that before I say anything else. I don't care who's on what. I don't either. I I, 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 never I really don't give a damn. If you're good at the sports, yeah. you take the I, drugs. I, I don't you well, take that well, risk yourself. I'm I'm assuming here what you're referring to is everybody's on it. Is no, that what you're talking about? Yeah, well, but, but what, 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 what saying. if it's given one guy an advantage the, over the, another? So what? I don't care. So what? But wait, wait. What do you mean? So what? If you I, don't want the do, guys to all play by the if same rules. I do ten more push-ups before I get to the radio studio, Alan, and I've got one better zinger. You know what? I'm the guy that did ten more push-ups, and I got one more zinger. You don't want to do that? That's on you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think our PEDs here is coffee. <laughs> they're, they're all competing in the same game, is what I'm saying. Like, and sure, there are limits. You know what I mean? Maybe not limits, but like there's some reasonable level of whatever. But like, sorry, guy gets 70 points on you. I'm not drug testing him. That's I, ridiculous. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna get worked up on any of that stuff. <laughs> Neither am I, I. I used to be like the, to to your point now. Well, if this is that. The players themselves have created these environments where they don't police each other. They no. don't care. Most baseball guys <laughs> don't actually care, man. It's no. not a big deal. No. It just isn't. Not to And me. I want to see somebody run the hundred meters in six seconds. Sure. Well, it doesn't happen. <laughs> you don't. Do you don't hear that in NBA often. <laughs> no. no. You hear don't. it predominantly in football. No, it, it's football, usually football, in other things. Football, but yeah. we would also be pretty naive if we thought that it isn't. It's right. everywhere. It's if, if it if bigger, stronger, faster is better in whatever it is you're doing. Rest assured that someone's Somebody's. trying to get a little bigger, a little stronger, and a little faster. Ten years ago, I should have took it in league play. <laughs> Sliwa. At the uh, Kennedy touched, Recreation Center. Did he just touch the rim? Why is we so water from outside? What happened? <laughs> it wouldn't help my outside game. Have you, guys, have you guys seen the snow owl in my neighborhood? No. Apparently, this is a very there's a snow owl in Orange County. That's People like, are lining the streets yes. to go see this snow wow. owl. It's so on it's, perched. Yeah. The picture I saw is perched on somebody's roof of yes. their house, and it's big and it's white and it's awesome looking. But it does not belong in Orange County. So I don't know what it's. Do doing. you guys watch Harry Potter? I mean, I've seen, Harry, seen Potter. Harry Potter. Yeah, so every night. The <laughs> owl in Harry Potter looks like this owl. Hold on, what's the name of that owl again? Uh, it's a uh, it's Hedwig. Does it starts with an H? Hedwig. Okay, I knew I knew that, that much. Was close. Okay, I knew that much. Hedwig, because Hedwig is like kind of a critical character, right? Yes. Does spoiler stuff, alert. <laughs> does stuff like between the Muggles and the Wizards that sure. other things can't do, right? So maybe there's yeah. someone in Orange County that's uh, this is what I'm saying here. Yes. I just like random this wild animals in environments yeah. they don't exist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that's does it. Not, that's it. That but that does, that belongs in Tahoe or the Alps. It doesn't belong in Cypress, that's California. That's a good-looking bird. I know. Wow. You, if that's on my house, I'm charged. Show Taylor. You want to come by? You want to come by? Right? Look at that thing. Yeah, beautiful right. looking. Handsome fella. Yeah, it looks lost. We should name him. Some, somebody's got to name him. Oh, name him Travis, like P, P, What was the, the mountain lion in <laughs> Griffith Park? P-23 or something yeah, like that? Uh, who P-22. Just, who just P-22. passed recently. Yeah, yeah poor P-22. I there love it is. wildlife where it shouldn't be. I want a tiger in 
Chatsworth. So will this get you to <laughs> will this get you to talk to your actual neighbors, Travis? If he had a snow owl, I would come out and ask what's going on. Yes. There yes. was um in Sierra Madre, okay? There was long story short, I'm not gonna get into the whole story. There's a lady there and um my girl knew her and she's talking about in the backyard of her house and her her backyard is basically open land, basically more foresty. Sure. Okay. And she's showing us videos on her phone. She's like, yep, that's when the bear just came over what? with their cubs, two cubs, whatever the case is. And I'm standing in the place. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? I, my first ever apartment I owned by myself was in Sierra Madre. I know exactly what you're talking And you'd get coyotes and bears and things. Would just walk. No, thanks. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty it, cool. it, they, they show up in people's swimming pools. They come down to chill out. Just kick Literally. It. Hey, pass a beer. <laughs> Your boy Wiley Coyote's here. Yeah. Today <laughs> is National Hypnotism, easy for me to say, day. Um, have any of you been hypnotized before? I don't trust people no, enough I, to do I have this not. in public. No, no Taylor, way. Taylor, you My got sister hypnotized, has. yes? Yeah, at a future Business Leaders of America convention in high school. Got hypnotized for a good you know, five minutes. Did it work, or did you go with the bit? I don't remember it. <laughs> but I was told that I, I flipped somebody off. I was on a wow. motorcycle, So you don't, you don't remember? I don't recall. So I, I was in high school. I was not the hypnotee, but okay. they brought in a hypnotist and pulled a, a classmate of mine Gigi Yount out of the crowd. She was five feet tall, 100 pounds. She was a tiny little sure. girl. And they put two like folding chairs five feet apart where just the back of her head and just the heels, she was, and nothing underneath her. And she was able to hold herself in that position for like three or four minutes. Wow. Because she had been hypnotized like she was a board or something. It was the weirdest, most extraordinary thing I've seen. It was awesome. I right. believe it. I got to go. May she ever been hypnotized? May she ever been hypnotized? Been hypnotized uh, yes, Mace? I have. Uh, I got hypnotized uh, by a guy named Dr. Sokini, not his real name, uh, <laughs> when I was getting buried alive uh, in, a, in a radio bit, and they hypnotized me first. So when they picked me up, I was just like straight as a board. Jeez, that's that what, what I you saw. were just talking about. That's yeah, what I saw. Straight as a board. Yes. And then they put me in the coffin, and then they lowered me into the ground, and then I was there for forty-eight hours. And supposedly the hypnotism part of it was going to help me do it. I I survived it, but uh, that's my was experience with hypnotism. Do you remember? Do you, the I was going to say, do you remember of it? The hypnotism or the being buried? The being buried portion. Uh, the being buried portion was actually crazy. Um, it was there was a camera inside the coffin, so that if people came, it was like at some car dealership. It was like Joe's <laughs> Ford, uh, and you know we do it there, and people come out and they can watch on a monitor what it looks like inside the coffin. I was there for forty eight hours. We raised a hundred thousand uh, dollars for the Toledo Public Schools. Wow! Uh, and we restored some of the athletic programs that you had were been in canceled. a coffin for forty eight hours. In a coffin, buried literally. Six feet under for forty-eight hours. Yep, yep. I don't like being in the backseat of a radio car for bits. forty-five minutes. Dumb radio bits. We ate a hot chicken sandwich, and then <laughs> that's true. And never he again. does this, yeah. and yeah, never. we're never. I again. would never do it again. That's for sure. That was a one one time appearance. Let's do a little super cross talk. You were also encased in a block of ice. In a block of ice, yes. Also for 48 hours. What are you guys doing to each other David in Toledo? Blaine. That was at... Uh, yeah, David Blaine. That literally That was is. at Sam's Toyota. <laughs> Come out to Sam's Toyota. See the man buried in a block you're, of ice. You're moving some Camrys You were David Blaine before David Blaine.
By the way, the David Blaine thing, so I lived in New York while he was in this sort of case. Do you remember him hanging? Yeah. And it was a clear... The whole time, he was there for 48 hours. I'm like, I've done that. (laughs) It was was absolutely in front of my apartment in New York on Riverside Boulevard. Um, And the whole time, and it was a Trump building, and Trump was there. He's trumpeting, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And, uh, And I... I the whole time I was thinking I've done that, David. David Blaine, I've done that. Iron, have you ever been hypnotized? No, I'm scared to. Yeah, I wouldn't I'm, do it either. I, I'm afraid of what I might what, what might pop out. Dog. Yeah, <laughs> like so. Are all the thoughts you have about like everyone you work with? Do they come out when you're hypnotized? <laughs> they, I don't know if it's truth serum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't I'm trust. Sure. <laughs> I don't trust myself to get hypnotized. I'm sure it can be used as truth serum, right? Yeah. I, I mean, if you can live in a block of ice for a couple of yeah. days and be buried alive, there's I, probably a lot you I'm can do. I'm used to people saying, you know, the those shows in Vegas where all of a sudden somebody says "bark like a dog" or every yeah. time you hear the word whatever, it's like. Bruh, 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 yeah. Bruh. Uh, I don't know if I believe in that. They, they do those at halftime of NBA games sometimes. They'll bring a hypnotist out, and he'll start hypnotizing you know, fans, 10 or 15 of them. And the stuff they make him do is scares the crap out of me. I, I, I'm afraid it, I would— It's uh, the physical stuff that's really like, like, to your point, bark like a dog every time you hear the word fire engine. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> we can all do that. But they put a, a, a smaller person between two chairs or just the back of their head, just their heels. Yes. And they can hold that position for— 10 minutes yeah that's yeah. i mean unless you're a gymnast or some contortion nobody can do that and they pull somebody out of that that's when you're like okay maybe there's something to it yeah um hey can i circle back to something you guys were talking about earlier you say no on trevor bauer mace i know you're a hard no yeah. on i'm trevor a hard bauer. no on trevor bauer. So, yeah, yeah. what are you i'm a no okay so isn't the only question we should be asking does he help you win now, no, if he's against, so. no, it's a little bit like the Carlos so. Correa conversation. Right. Uh, the Dodgers came out and said, "No, we understand that a significant portion of the fan base would not be happy with us if we signed Carlos Correa, and so they opted out of any conversations with them." That was the organization reacting to public opinion that they heard from fans. The Dodgers have been very reluctant to engage in PR things that may not be popular. Yeah, Roldis Chapman Chapman is a good example of that. Trevor Bauer, when he was originally accused of what he was accused of, they very quickly got him out the door. And do you you remember how that that. story ended? There was no charges filed. No, no, I'm talking about Chapman. He went went to the Yankees. No, he did not. He went, the to, the, he went oh, to the to the Cubs, Cubs and right, made right. the last out that eliminated the Dodgers in the National League Championship Series, which happened to be the night of your dad's service. Because uh, I was driving back from it must have been in October. Yeah, it was in October. Because I was driving back from the desert October where we 20th, went out something like to, that. to yep. celebrate the life of Mesa's dad, and we're driving back and I went, if they bring a Roldis Chapman into closest game, because it was kind of a one sided game yeah. and yeah. cups yeah. are ahead. I go, isn't that like the ultimate slap in the face to the Dodgers? And sure enough they did. Although I don't I don't I mean, obviously it was terrible in the moment, but I I actually agree with the Dodgers and their move still. I, I, I their get decision. It. But I get so it. so the question to ask yourselves is, okay, if let's say the Dodgers pass on Trevor Bauer like you guys all want him to, and Trevor Bauer goes and signs with the Braves. And in Game 7 of the National League Championship Series, he throws a two-hitter and you're out. I can live with it. Okay. Yeah, me too. I can live with That's it. That's a question. Me too. And, yeah. and, and by just the way, to add to that, that means 
the Dodgers are paying the twenty-two million Correct. minus. I In think, other words, minus get, the seven hundred thousand. Get the minimum. Yeah, I think the only Atlanta question you should ever ask is, does he help us win? And the in the case of Bauer, the answer to that may be no. He may poison the clubhouse so much, and the guys don't want him there that it serves as a, like here's here's another example in a difference between Mason and I. I think if Kyrie wants to come here next year, the Lakers are crazy to pass great. on him. I think he's and just, Mason won't touch him with a 10 foot It's a nightmare. I'm with it's a nightmare. It's what, an automatic what, nightmare. Okay, what, what's the nightmare been when they've won 17 of their last 18 games and he's it, been their best what, player? What it's was, been the well, nightmare every time it, it, other no than the 17 what, of 18 it, it, games. It, right. There's going to be all kinds of drama and all you kinds can't of other take the good great stuff. Great for talk radio, but I don't want Kyrie. That's another reason. Yeah. That's a different conversation altogether. From a content perspective, I'll throw this out there because I think what John is asking, we talked about Correa before he signed with San Francisco. And by the way, and Correa then, may come back around. I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. He still, is not still out signed. there. Signed with San Francisco, then get, signed with the Mets, but have not signed. What if you could get Correa one year, $10 million? No. Yeah, I, I would do it. No, he. So, I mean, yeah, John, I would, John, I John I this is going to go to your case because as big of a Dodger fan as they come, he was making the case. Ramona was sitting here, if you remember, right, right. Mace? And, and Trav was making the case, look, I've watched the Dodgers over the last X amount of years. They do not have a shortstop right now. I'd like to win. Right. But for some reason, and I think there are a lot of people that feel this way, that the Correa thing is different than the Bauer thing. And and there are some differences to it. Because I I think if you think that you'd rather have, in the Correa situation, you're okay with him signing, but you're not okay with Bauer— there are kind of there are some differences there, and I, I mentioned him. L.A. Times had done a poll. Dodgers Nation it's did 50, a poll. Fifty fifty. It's based and, and the Dodgers Nation was more closer to sixty percent that they want Trevor. Sixty percent yes. Sixty percent. The L.A. Yes. Times was fifty one percent yes. Forty nine percent no. So you're not. There are a lot of people. I think Dodger fans that that view your, right. your take on this the similar way. Well, and and this comes down to a decision too on how good is the player. Very. Well, like, for example, when Kobe went through Colorado, if that's a lesser player, you just cut him. But Kobe was so valuable that the Lakers stood behind him. Now, Trevor Bauer has not been charged with a crime. Correct. It's a he said, she said kind of thing. Yep. And I've read every piece, and some of it's pretty ugly. I've read every piece of evidence out there. There's a reason he hasn't been charged with a crime. Now, if you want to morally judge him and say he's a bad guy, I can totally see that argument. And, and that's enough for you to say he's out. But then you can't complain if he comes back and beats you. No, I, I, and I, I, I won't. live with it. I, I don't want it to go that way, but if that were the end result of the decision to move on from him, okay. Yeah, I, th- uh, I think okay. because the, the associate, the only, I, I guess here's where we differ. You say the only question to ask is if it will help us win. Right. I think winning comes at a price, and that's not one I want to pay. Right. So... It, and and this comes up every year with with you know some types of players in some type of, of every league. We right. should also pay, say league. by the way, there's no, no indication necessarily that somebody's going to sign Trevor Bauer. Right, and and somebody I think you will. guys talked about trading him. I think he's I think he's untradeable. I think that they're, they're yeah. just even, waiting. Even on the, pennies on the dollar. No. I wouldn't even. I don't even think teams will give up. A no, because I think people him. know the Dodgers are going to cut him, well, and then he'll come at correct. the minimum. Correct. But then you're in a different. But I agree with you that he is virtually untradeable but if you think he's going to be available to you in free agency and then you can go there but if there's 10 teams that are kicking the tires in free agency and all i got to do is give up a, a low-level prospect or two right then really what is the cost i agree you're not going to get equal value or anywhere near it but i do think that there's a scenario i'll give you another another something. scenario that's being kicked around in the nba 
The Charlotte Hornets have a player named Miles Bridges mm-hmm. who's yes. really, really good. Mm-hmm. He was involved in a very ugly domestic violence situation that has him out of the league right now. They very, I think for my happen. mark, intentionally floated a trial balloon about two weeks ago that they're bringing him back. Mm-hmm. That basically they think he served, he served his time and that they're going to bring him back. Um, if you go back and look at the Cubs for when they signed a role to Chapman and then went on to win the World Series, they paid no price for that. They yeah. didn't take a PR hit, nothing. I mean, well, it, we don't know what it was, in, what it was like in Chicago when they actually did sign. We well, don't know what the public, uh, what the public reaction was the day they said a Roldis Chapman is on our team. I talked to several people that were around that in Chicago, and they said if he helps the Cubs win the World Series, that he'll be, he won't pay for a drink I, I, for the rest of his I, life. I get that, but I also think that there's a, a different standard. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but it's different. That when the player that is involved in the ugly thing yep. goes to the next place and they do the, I've learned my lesson, yep. I regret my mistakes, and all these things, you get the proverbial fresh start somewhere else. Right. I think it's much easier in the new place as opposed to coming back and by the people way, with, that have been here before. With Trevor Bauer, I don't think you're going to get the, I've made a mistake, well, I learned my lesson. Clearly, said, you're, you're not, not going to get that. Clearly, he right. has and, made it and, very crystal clear. I didn't do anything wrong. Yep. I, I, and he's, yeah, he's like tripled down on he, that. Absolutely, he has, and there have been I'll no charges filed. But I, I would be, and I, I keep coming back to this. I don't want to see him pitch for the team that I root for. Yeah, I, and I, don't I, I can't, I can't okay. even. I have a hard you, time rooting for him. I, very. Well, very. But here's the other thing it, it, I can't tell you how much of this comes down to how good the player is. Uh, I'll give you a crystal clear example Joe Mixon. And, sure. um, you know, there's video of Joe Mixon punching a girl right. in the face. Yeah. In the face. Like, drops her like a bag of rocks. It's really ugly. Um, and Joe Mixon basically served his time, okay, for what he did. And the Bengals drafted him high, and now he's a star running back in Cincinnati, and nobody talks about it. Who was the running back in ball? Ray Rice. Yeah, Ray Never Rice. played again. Never played again because the he wasn't as good as Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon was just right. started. Ray Rice was at the So end we're not even talking about this if Trevor no. Bauer didn't win the Cy Young uh, Award three years Trevor ago. Trevor Bauer is one of the five best pitchers on the planet. Right. And he, he's he, super nerdy into it. Yeah. And, you he's, know. he's a terrific athlete, but doesn't mean he has to be here. You know, that he will pitch again. I'm, I'm virtually certain of it, but it doesn't mean he has to pitch here. And the I, case, I can and, live and, with him going somewhere else. And the case, and that, that's kind of what we were talking about. You had some listeners that called in. If you're looking at these athletes as, hey, I'm holding uh, the moral high ground based on – no, you're, you're, there is a, there's definitely, I think, a piece of a fan base that's always going to say, does he help us win? Does he not? Are you close to a World Series? Are you not? Do the Dodgers need a pitcher? They do. And we'll see what eventually I, happens. I remember when I was working as – this is years and years ago. I was working as a TV reporter in San Diego, and I'm down at spring training. And uh, Joe McElvain was the GM of the Padres, and I'm in his office. And he goes, hey, I'm going to tip you on something. I said, what? He goes, I'm going to sign Gary Sheffield. Mm. And I said, why? Isn't he like throwing balls right. he was trying to tank into it on the purpose stands in on purpose yeah. in Milwaukee and yeah. hitting like 170? He goes, yeah, he's not trying. I go, well, then why do you want that guy? Because he he's awesome. He goes, you can't replace sheer talent. And he goes, if he, if he acts up here, we'll just cut him. But he, they went and signed him. 
he they got him around Fred McGriff, who I think he was was his uncle or his cousin or something, and and they both went off for like he hit like three thirty with thirty homers, and it was Jeez. like Malcolm was right the whole time. And Sheffield basically never had another issue. It went went from the Padres to the Marlins to the Dodgers to Yankees, yeah, and and was great. He might might end up in the Hall of Fame. But one that day. was not a that was not a moral issue. He was, well, well, I guess he was it, throwing he balls was tank- into the stands was, on purpose. He was tanking, it's, but that's it's a more palatable moral yeah. issue. Yeah, if you it's, will. Yeah. It's, it's something that you can. You it's more say, comparable to why you don't want Kyrie. He was correct. like drama. He would create drama. Yes. Anybody who'd be willing to throw a ball into the stands on purpose did, to get did, traded. Does this, does this factor into it? When he was initially accused of the thing, there weren't a single person in a Dodger uniform or an executive that had the, hey, listen, I think he's a pretty good guy, except blah, 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 blah. It was a... We're, he didn't he's have gone. The he's suspended, right. and they they locked that thing down. So there I was think it was no more, support for him at I all. I think I think it was true. By the way, what you just said, but I think it was more of we were in the middle of the Me Too revelations. It was the Weinstein trial. It was everything. It was nobody wanted to be on the wrong side of domestic violence, even in an argument. I think that all the Dodger. If you noticed, they didn't. They didn't come out against him. They wouldn't talk about it. They didn't him. say anything. They they just shut everything. Like, no comment, top it, to bottom. When the Dodgers acquired him originally, and, and like we've been talking about here for a few minutes, he's one of the best pitchers in baseball. He's been on four teams in seven years, right? Yeah. As one of the best pitchers in baseball, that in and of itself doesn't usually flag. happen. He's, by the way, he's, two, he's Rasheed Wallace. <laughs> two yeah. of those years, yeah. he had a six point seven nine ERA and a four point seven nine ERA. So, is he really one of the best pitchers on the planet? He had two good years. Yeah. Well, he was last, good with the Dodgers. He was good with the Reds. He was good with the Indians. Before that, before that, he had a rough year. Yeah, six point seven nine ERA. The last full season he pitched, he won the Cy Young Award. Correct. And that was a shortened season. He was in Arizona for a hot minute. Right. They. Right, yeah. like second or third overall. He and Garrett yeah. Cole went. Well, right he got run out of Cleveland when he threw the ball into the stands and nearly went, cut his finger off with a drone. Yeah, I mean, and never, then <laughs> um, got to the Dodgers and ran into this problem. So he's, he's Kyrie. Drama is going to follow him wherever he goes. But look at the numbers Kyrie's putting up. Well, for we'll see where he goes. Three weeks. Yeah, we'll see where. Yeah, right. We'll see what that well, looks you like. You want to bet against the Nets right now? <laughs> not, <laughs> not right now. So let's check I'll, in again. In I'll tell you what. They, I, yeah. they've won eleven people. in a row. Yeah, but I'll, I'll tell you what. I know people who say they should have sold high on Anthony Davis they, well, when that, he was on a tear. Guys, that would have been a good spot guys, to what, trade him. What is more high likely value. true? Everything that Kyrie has done, or the last month? Yeah. <laughs> what is more likely a representation? His history of who he is. is going to repeat itself. Right, but his talent has never been under question. And I think that's kind of the same with Bauer. It's just can he stay drama free? That's what you're betting on. And what I would argue, as somebody who would be okay if the Dodgers brought Bauer back, is I would say he's not on a short leash. He's on no leash. I know you. The minute o- the minute he does anything, you just cut him. You said you'd be okay if they did it. Do you think they'll do it? No, no, neither. No, I, matter of fa- matter of fact, I'd be willing to bet a lot of money that. On, they have to make a decision by Friday. Yeah, they're going to release them. I think so too. I think that's the end result. Yeah, I think that's it. The fifteenth is Friday, right? That's yep. the yeah. date. Yeah, yep. I, I think they'll. Release oh, I think it. no, isn't it this Friday? It's I think this they Friday. Decide this by this oh, Friday. it's this Friday. This Friday. Okay. They, they yeah. made this decision sixth. long before the arbiter Absolutely. reinstated. And by it. the way, you can see they're expecting the Bauer salary yeah. based on the way they've handled no the offseason. Mm. Mason and Ireland coming up next. We'll see you tomorrow.